Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is it too late to find love in your 30s? For those that don't know me, my name is Steph and I'm a psychologist here to break it down. Now, I'm quite surprised at this topic because it was really requested. Many people freak out when they turn 30. They freak out about their body clock. They freak out about their career. They freak out about their finances. They worry about whether they're going to find love. And what I learned is a lot of my friends are turning 30 and I'm like, how cute you're having your midlife crisis. But to be honest, I had this midlife crisis too. Now, I'm not exactly sure if it is a midlife crisis or if it's just something that happens when you're 30, but the purpose of this episode is to explore some of the beliefs you may have about turning 30 or being in your 30s. And if you're 40, this can apply to you as well. In particularly, we're going to talk about love and how you can navigate this healthily, how you can mitigate the damage or depression or anxiety or inner turmoil that these thoughts and beliefs bring you. As I mentioned, all my friends are turning 30 and it's not uncommon to have a bit of a meltdown. It's not uncommon to have bittersweet mixed feelings about turning 30. We're sold on the idea of going to school, getting a job, getting married and having kids. I remember myself having this perfectly scripted life that when I was with my boyfriend at 18, we would get engaged by 24 and have kids around 30 and he was the one and it was amazing. And do you know what's funny? That probably could have happened if I had lower expectations and if I wasn't so cutthroat. Many women and men stick with their partner through the hard times, through the what I call quote unquote idiot years when they're experimenting, they're going out, they're in their era of wanting to party. A lot of people stick with that, but I just wasn't someone who was going to do that. I guess I had a lot of older friends, older sisters, and I watched and I learned and I said, you know what? I'm not going to subscribe to that drama in my 20s. I'm not just going to be with a guy, watch him go through that stage of life where he's trying to figure out who he is and doesn't know if he wants to commit and doesn't know what he wants. No, thanks. I would rather focus on uni, build a business. And you know what? Love can happen later. 
did I regret this decision? I know I'm making this sound like it's all about me, but I believe I have some valuable experience from my own life I can add to the conversation. As I mentioned, I then started to think in my 30s, did I make the right choice? Maybe you're meant to stick with that partner in your 20s and go through the hard years and that's what makes you a couple that can last. But I don't regret it because I was able to do such amazing things with my life. And I'm not saying that you're not able to do amazing things. I just believe that your energy has certain holes or certain buckets you can put it in. And when you're constantly putting energy in a relationship in your 20s, that leads you to really not focus on who you are and what you like and your needs and values. So when people find themselves single later in life, they find it really hard to reestablish their identity and who they are. Going back to today's topic, now a little bit of self-disclosure and I'm happy to self-disclose. I don't need to be this perfect professional all the time. I don't think that's particularly realistic or helpful. I'm 35. (laughs) That took me a while to think of it. I turned 35 this year and let me tell you, if you think turning 30 is challenging, try turning 35. I do not have kids and I am not married. I am in a committed relationship, which I am extremely happy with, but I am one of those people who found love after 30. So I feel qualified to talk on the topic because I've had all those thoughts you have and some. Now, when I googled love after 30, I was shocked and not to mention a little offended with what I found. Here are some examples. I'm an attractive girl, 32, and have always been single. I have a good job, smart, educated, witty, independent, and kind. How do I find love? Someone else wrote, what do I do? I'm 35, single, no kids. I want to be married and have a family, but I don't know how to meet the right man. I don't do clubs or bars and the men I meet online, dot, dot, dot. As a 36-year-old single man, I'm worried when I hear about how hard it gets to find a partner once you enter the second half of your 30s. Should I just give up and accept I'm going to be alone? I'm 35 and single. Is it late to find a partner and have kids? What are the ways in which a woman can find love at 30 years of age? My gosh, these people are sounding like their life is over. And if you have been there, if you've had these thoughts, you're not alone. I had them too. I actually had reached a point in my life where I said, you know what, Steph, you're successful. You've got a great career. You have such an amazing family. You've never really had anything too awful happen to you. Maybe this is your way of being grateful for that. And maybe love's just not in the cards for you and that's okay. I literally had got to that point where I was trying to convince myself that I was okay with that. But deep down, I wanted that true love. I remember when I was at the peak of my career and success and I had a business, I was living in a really beautiful hotel. I wasn't living there. I was on holiday. But a year before, I said to myself, oh my gosh, I love this hotel. I was there for dinner and I said, I want to stay here. I want to make enough money to be able to stay here. And a year later, I did. I worked so hard. I saved the money and all I could think about was This is really beautiful and I'm so grateful, but I wish I had someone to share this with. And I once heard this quote and it was, happiness is only real when shared. And I believe that it can be shared with friends, with family, but 
at the end of the day, I myself, like many of you listening to this, craved that person, craved that special connection, craved that person who I wanted to, you know, be with during the day I wanted to spend time with. And don't get me wrong, I've been in long-term relationships. It just never felt right. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about these thoughts and beliefs that you have because it's not the age that is upsetting to you. It's the associations and the beliefs you have about this age. So right now, I encourage you to stop what you're doing and reflect. What beliefs do you have about your age right now? Do you believe it's too late for you to find love? Are you worried about having children? Are you worried about your biological clock ticking? Are you worried that having children at a older age is going to put them at risk? I believe it's fine to have children at an older age. My mum had me at 39 and I'm just fine. But we are seeing a lot more kids being born with neurodevelopmental challenges, global delays, autism, ADHD, and the literature suggests that one of the risk factors is having a child at a later age. I hate this and I hate that it's out there, especially when people I know got pregnant at 33, they were considered a geriatric pregnancy and really high risk. And I was thinking, excuse me. And as much as you don't want to think about these things, you're kind of forced to. And I feel there's a really big movement on pressuring women to freeze their eggs. And if you haven't froze your eggs, you've missed the boat. And I think that puts a lot of pressure on women as well. Not to mention there's pressure on men. When I read those headings from the internet, a lot of men were asking about love in their 30s as well. I'm here to tell you it is possible. So once you've discovered what are my beliefs, what are my feelings about my age, then you can start to work on them. Because your beliefs are only one part of it. And your beliefs are so important because beliefs dictate how you feel and how you feel dictates your behavior. So if you walk around believing, I'm never going to find love, I'm too old, who's going to look at me, you're going to feel pretty bad about yourself. And when you feel bad about yourself, you're not going to go out, you're not going to go on dating apps, you're not going to put yourself out there. And then when you don't do that, those things, you're not going to meet someone. And then when you don't meet someone, that just reinforces the beliefs that I'm not going to find love. So let me tell you how I did it and how you can do it too. Love in your 30s is a different ball game. In your 20s, it's all about, do they like me? Am I good enough? Am I pretty enough? What can I do different? Please give me approval. Whereas in your 30s, you are the chooser if you choose to be. You are, what are you going to bring me in my life? It's about knowing what you really want because so many people I ask who are single, I'm like, what do you want? And they they can't tell me or they say something really vague. Oh, you know, someone who is nice, who has their life together. What does that mean? You have to be specific. Now your 30s are your best because you get to decide what you want, not whether others pick or choose you. You have the freedom to be your own person. You have the freedom to start over. We live in a society where you don't need to do the same job your whole life. You can really pick and choose what you want to do. You can change your career. You can 
go travel, whatever it might be. So the first question you need to ask yourself is, what do I want? Be so specific. I encourage people to get a piece of paper and write down what you do want and what you don't want in a partner. And you need to be so specific from how they look, how they act, what kind of baggage they have, what kind of emotional flexibility they possess, what kind of attachment style, what staff sign they are. Get so specific because this is something that I did when I became single. Now, once you figure out what you want, the next thing you want to do is you've got to ask yourself, what am I doing to make this happen? Am I on dating apps? And I know, I know dating apps can be a drainer. Going on dates can be really annoying. They can be traumatic. They can be awful. But at the end of the day, if you want to achieve a goal, you have to take action towards that goal. So you know, ask yourself, what am I actually doing to make this happen? What am I bringing to the table? Am I going out there? Am I asking my single friends? Am I going on dating apps? What am I actually doing? Think about it in your life and compare it to something you've achieved. Think about something you really wanted in your life and you achieved. Was it a promotion? Was it a fitness goal? Was it a money goal? And think, what did you do to get that? You must have put in some sort of effort, right? The same comes to relationships and finding someone. So once you've decided what you want, once you've asked yourself, what am I doing to get that? The third thing you've got to ask is, what is blocking me? Now, what could be blocking you? It could either be a belief or it could be something about yourself. So it could be the belief, I'm too fat to find love. I'm not good enough. I'm defective. No one's going to love me at this weight, shape, and size. I need to lose weight first. And I'm just using body examples because they're very common. It could be I'm too old, I'm too damaged, I have too much baggage. And then ask yourself, okay, one, I could change a belief or two, I could do something about those. So if I'm too damaged, am I going to therapy? Am I working on myself? And here's a question I want you to ask yourself. Would you date you? Would you date you? Yes or no? Why and why not? I think this is a very powerful question because if you wouldn't date you, do you expect other people to date you? But the opposite is also true. Just because you wouldn't date you, it doesn't mean that you aren't someone's dream right now. Right now, you are someone's dream girl or boy. Right now, you are someone's dream body. Right now, you have someone's dream career. Right now, you have someone's dream family. So whatever it is, don't let your beliefs about yourself stop you from putting yourself out there, from meeting someone. Now, I'm going to go back and tell you a little bit about how I did it. I was at my most vulnerable. I had put on a significant amount of weight for me. I had cut my hair. I didn't feel like myself. I felt like crap. And my brain wanted to say, lose weight, love yourself first, and then go out. You know, everyone's like, oh, you've got to love yourself before you meet someone. No, you can do both at the same time. You learn to love yourself by doing the things you want to be able to do if you loved yourself. Do you get what I mean? So for example, people come to me and they're like, Steph, I just want to be able to wear shorts. I don't say lose weight and wear shorts. I say wear the freaking shorts as you work on your health and fitness. 
because we want to validate that you can do the things you want to do without sacrificing your life to do them. So coming back to love in your 30s, yes, it's possible. I'm at the love of my life when I was 31 going on to 32. We made it official on my 32nd birthday. It was all very, very cute. And we actually met in the pandemic in Zoom. Yes, on a Zoom seminar, okay? I'm a big believer in you need to go to things to meet the type of people you want to attract. I don't go to bars. I don't go to clubs, but I used to because I'm like, oh, maybe I'll meet my dream man. My dream man isn't getting wasted on the floor at this day and age at the age of 35 or whatever it may be, okay? So that's, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to compromise my life, my sleep to find my dream man, okay? I would rather not do that. So go to the gym. If you want to meet someone who goes to the gym who has that same value as you, go to group fitness classes. If you want to meet someone who's into business, go to business seminars. This is what I did. I was in a business mastermind and that's where I met my partner. If you want to meet someone who's into yoga, go do yoga because the pool and the likelihood that you're going to have the same values is going to be more likely when you're in the same vicinity, the same events, etc. Now, the final thing I want to say is once you start doing the things you want to do, despite how you feel, despite how you look, it's going to start to change your brain, okay? The second thing is once we've taken action, we want to work on our beliefs. Now, if you're someone who has negative thoughts about yourself, you feel awful, grab my course, Unchain Your Brain. This teaches you how to fully reframe your brain, relieve anxiety, and build your confidence, right? You have to work on you. Don't expect to go in a relationship with unresolved baggage and expect that person to heal you. You need to do the work. And the third thing is, the power of your mind. I was convinced. I believed I had already met the person. I was going to bed every night doing a meditation. It was called manifest love in your sleep or something. And I literally believed I had met my dream partner. I dreamt and I imagined we met in Bali. I imagined all the cool dates we went on. I imagined how he made me feel. I imagined how he looked. I literally had convinced myself I was dating the person I wanted to date. And it works because your brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. And I run these manifestation masterclasses. Check the link in my bio on social media if you want to come along on how you can attract this in your life as well. So in summary, turning 30 is not a death sentence. It is a path to freedom. Turning 30 is all about you, what you want, and your life. And you can change it at any point. So instead of getting sucked into what social media says, to what biologically your clock is saying, all of that, make 30 on your own terms. The second thing is stop comparing yourself to people. Comparison is the thief of joy. I used to feel so bad when I went to weddings and I'd see people in couples and I'd see people with kids and all that. Not kids actually so much. I really love my freedom and my sleep, but I used to feel bad, but instead I changed that around and I said, do you know what? It's all right. He's here. He's here. He just doesn't know it yet. He's around the corner. And 
I would really focus on what I liked about other people's relationships, what I liked about other people's weddings, because I'm like, save the best till last. And the third thing is do things that nourish your soul and your body in your 30s. If you are not happy, do something about it. If you're not happy with your mind and your negative thoughts, do a brain retraining course. If you're not happy with your health, take steps towards that. If you're not happy with the way you organize and plan or you're not happy with your mental health, get support. You are the best project you will ever work on because when you meet someone, you want to bring this version of you to the table that you are really confident and secure in and that all comes down to your mindset. Now, as always, if you haven't, please like, follow, subscribe, and rate my podcast. You have no idea how much that helps me when you rate it and let me know what you enjoy. If you want a specific episode, let me know on Instagram. I'm always taking requests. I always put a question box. We have Psychology Sunday where I ask about psychology questions. But as you listen to these episodes, grab a pen and paper, take notes, do the exercise that I give you. So action steps is get a list and write down what are my limiting beliefs or negative beliefs I have about my age, about love, about my body. How can I change that script? And then the third thing is how can I take action to actually prove these beliefs wrong? And be prepared. It's not going to be easy, but where you're at now probably isn't easy. You've got to choose your heart. If you love this episode, please let me know. I always want to hear your feedback and have the most amazing week. I really appreciate you. And don't forget to leave a rating, follow, subscribe, all the likes. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and I'm grateful for you. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.